0: Hi, this is Commissioner Blair Zimmerman, and I'd like to welcome you to County Conversations. We hope you all enjoyed last month's episode and gained more insight on the current state of COVID in Greene County, thanks to Terry Wiltrout and John Six. Given the positive feedback that we've received from having guests, we are going to continue inviting professionals on to to discuss certain topics related to Greene County in future episodes. And with further ado, I'll bring up uh, Commissioner Mike Belding. Thanks, Blair. I appreciate the introduction. On today's episode, we will discuss the Green County Department of Planning and Community Development's annual report and upcoming projects. But first, we would like to share the upcoming events in March. Coming up, we have the SOAR, that's Save Our Aviation Resources, monthly meeting, the White Covered Bridge Association monthly meeting, and the Five Kids' Candy Mardi Gras celebration on the 1st of March. The Nemecolon Jefferson Bobtown & Dunkard Township Fish Fries starting on the 2nd of March. The Saturday Adult Dance at the Motion Dance on the 5th of March. The Spring Craft Show and Puzzle Competition are on the 12th of March. A Chili Cook Off on the 12th of March at the Eva K. Bowlby Library. And the Southwestern Pennsylvania Haunted Con on the 19th of March at the EQT Rec Center. And finally, the Waynesburg University Spring Musical on the 30th of March. I just wanna mention one other event that occurred recently. Uh, The commissioners and some of our staff attended a town hall meeting out in New Freeport, in Freeport Township, um, in the evening where we offered uh, an update on county activities and also uh, interaction with the community. And we're always willing to do that should you wanna host a town hall meeting Just call the county commissioner's office and we'll set one up. Let me introduce Rich Cleveland, who is our Director of Planning and Community Development, and we'll walk through some of the programs they offer.
1: Good morning, I'm Rich Cleveland, Executive Director of County Development, and working with the commissioners of Greene County, we've created the Department of Planning and Economic Development. Under that umbrella, uh, there's five departments. Department of Planning, who's directed by Jeremy Kelly, and the Department of CDBG and Home, which is directed by Crystal Simmons, and uh, Connie Bloom, who's the manager of the IDA, and Adam Herod, who is the director of the Redevelopment Authority of Greene County. So under our departments, uh, each department has a various wide range of projects which are ongoing. Uh, we work together to collaborate to secure funding uh, from various grant sources, state and federal, and work together to have successful uh, projects in Greene County. With that said, I'd like to introduce Jeremy Kelly, who is the author of the 2021 Annual Report.
2: Hi, this is Jeremy Kelly, the Director of Planning for the County of Greene. Each year, the Greene County Planning Commission is required by the Municipal Planning Code to report Um, all of our dealings and our events and everything that we do to the county commissioners by March 1st. Uh, This year, we decided to take on a different aspect of this plan. In 2008, another aspect of the Municipal Planning Code, we are required to do a comprehensive plan every 10 years. One thing that we came out, uh, found out about the 2019 plan is that The work that's being done in between the comprehensive plans that are required um, is not suffice. We need to look at and benchmark what we are doing. Many of the comments that were made in the 2019 comprehensive plan was that you can literally take the 2008 plan and just change the date on it and make it the 2019 plan because not a lot was done. What we need to do, we need to have a better understanding of where we were, where we're at, and create a roadmap to where we want to be. These comprehensive plans create objectives and goals, but they don't always have a roadmap to get to those points. That was the goal of this plan, was to look at where we were, where we're at, and then as we change this plan in the future, we can create a roadmap to where we need to be so this plan is very heavy when it comes to quantitative information Um, we still have a lot of ways to go with it Um, we will we want to look at job creation we want to look at business aspects in this coming year so next year's plan will have a lot of uh, business aspects to it we also want to look at qualitative data um, something that we are also lacking in our county Um, we need to look at our businesses we need to find the ones that are doing a really good job um, and get surveys out to them and get that out to the public find out what what they're doing what they're succeeding in where the county can help them succeed so as far as the annual report again it's heavy in quantitative data Um, we want to look at aspects of future development and a lot of that comes from um, grant programs and crystal simmons who is part of the Um, CDBG and home program. Um, She's definitely an asset in this county as far as grant programming and working. And I would like to introduce her next.
3: Hi, as Jeremy mentioned, my name is Crystal Simmons and I'm the director of the CDBG and home program, which is the community development block grant and home investment partnership program. First, I'll discuss the CDBG program and what we've been doing over the past few years that was discussed in the annual report. The primary objectives of the CDBG program are to benefit low to moderate income persons. Other objectives can be the prevention of elimination of slumber blight or to address other urgent community development needs. Although there are other eligible projects, the commissioners prioritize infrastructure projects. While other counties receive direct entitlements from the Housing and Urban Development, Green County's program is administered by the Commonwealth. Under the CDBG program, Cumberland Township, Franklin Township, and Waynesburg Borough receive a direct fund, which the county administers along with a portion of their funds. Cumberland Township funding is most often used for housing rehabilitation, focused in Nemocolon. Over the past five years, the CDBG program has invested over a million dollars in water and sewer infrastructure and around 100,000 for demolition of blight. Nearly a half million dollars was made available through the program to fund staff to the county to administer the program. Also in the past five years, Greene County was awarded two discretionary CDBG applications totaling close to two million to address water and sewer distribution systems. Citizen participation is a huge part of the program. Two public hearings are held annually to accept requests for projects. The first hearing is in the spring, generally in May, and the second hearing is in fall, usually in October. All of them are announced, advertised in the paper, and emailed out to all municipalities. The county is required annually to update a three-year community development plan. And what this plan does is guides our spending and outlines the next three years' proposed projects and how the county will focus on the needs that are identified. Also under the CDBG program, during 2020, the coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security CARES Act, which they call CDBG-CV CARES Act funding, was released. The county received an entitlement award and also pursued and was awarded discretionary funds for business assistance, which we referred to as the forgivable advance for small business assistance. Later, the program was recognized in additional discretionary funds. In total, 1.6 million has been awarded to businesses that experience a disruption due to COVID. In addition to the CDBG funds, the commissioners allocated other funding for a leveraging program that is administered alongside CDBG. The program identifies potential infrastructure opportunities needing external expenditures and resources, and we refer to it as the Pioneer Program. This program was created with the intention to leverage new available COVID funds and encourage water and sewer authorities to utilize geographic information services for mapping their service areas. The program aligns with the county's comprehensive plan, which identifies the need for water and sewer infrastructure planning and the goals to address economic development. Under this department, the Home Investment Partnership Program, HOME, which is also administered by the Commonwealth, provides grants to expand and preserve the supply of decent, affordable housing for low to moderate income persons. The county pursued a grant and was awarded 500,000 for existing owner-occupied housing rehab. To assist with developing and administering the program, the county did hire a new team member. And now we have a home manager who is administering the home rehab program. To date, there's been 120 inquiries to the program and there's a wait list of over 100 homeowners. So the need is definitely there. We're pursuing funding through the home program and also through PHFA. Homes are being reviewed in batches of 15 with the program being federally funded. There are many steps taken, which take time prior to the actual rehabilitation. There's several things that need to be done so that we're in compliance with the federal programs and therefore a regular housing rehabilitation may take longer than what a general contractor would be able to do as a regular funded project. The county is in contract with a consultant who is certified to conduct lead, radon, asbestos testing, and also complete the overall housing inspection report. Each homeowner is involved in selecting the contractor that will work on their home, and soon we will bid the first batch of homes. Initially, the biggest challenge in the past and what was identified early on was the availability of contractors with lead certifications or that held the appropriate insurance, or was just overall qualified to work under a federally funded grant. A mailing was sent out to gauge contractors' interest, and although we did get a response, after we followed back up with those contractors, there were not as many as expected. We may have around six qualified contractors, and out of those, three willing to bid on jobs. We are bidding 15 home rehab projects and are in need of contractors. We can assist contractors to follow through with the federal requirements that are needed. We also have partners that we work with that will assist these contractors to learn what they need to do to be able to bid on federal projects. So we encourage homeowners to reach out to get on our wait list and encourage contractors to reach out to learn more about bidding on federal jobs. And that's a little bit about the CDBG and home programs.
4: And now I'll pass it over to Connie Bloom, the manager of the Industrial Development Authority. Thanks, Crystal. The Green County Industrial Development Authority's concentration is on economic development in Green County with a focus on the creation, attraction, and retention of businesses. The GCIDA Board of Directors is made up of five members and meet the second Tuesday of each month. The GCIDA offers financial assistance through the Revolving Loan and Emergency Loan programs. The Revolving Loan Program was established to provide seed money to promote job development and business growth and the emergency loan program was created in response to the economic disaster caused by COVID-19. The GCIDA, working with the Greene County Commissioners and the Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission dispersed over 400,000 as part of the COVID-19 Hospitality Industry Recovery Program, or CHIRP, to help businesses recover from COVID-19 related financial impacts. Another program within the IDA is the Brownfield uh, Redevelopment Advisory Committee, and it was created to lead a program to identify, assess, and reclaim brownfield sites across the county. The US EPA defines a brownfield as any property where the expansion, redevelopment, or reuse of which may be complicated by the presence or potential presence of hazardous substance pollutant, or contaminants, including mine-scarred land. To help identify these sites, the GC-BRAC hosts quarterly public meetings to offer an opportunity for the public to provide input for redevelopment goals. The next meeting will be March 8th on the second floor of the county office building in the conference room. The GCIDA uses EPA brownfield grant funding to complete the environmental assessment and possible cleanup on identified sites. By initiating the first steps in reclaiming these sites and removing the burden on potential purchasers or developers, the GCIDA is making these sites more favorable for redevelopment, new industry, and jobs. And then I will pass this on to Adam Herrod, the director of the Redevelopment Authority.
5: Hey, my name is Adam Herrod. I'm the Redevelopment Authority director. The goals of the authority are to be a part of the community revitalization and to help improve the quality of life in the county for everyone living here. And we do this through uh, housing projects, such as through new construction, rehabilitations of older properties, um, helping address blighted properties that may be dangerous or that blemish the neighborhood. And we do know that rehabilitating homes and taking care of blight substantially improves the area and neighborhood and the quality of life of people in those neighborhoods. Our initiatives also include helping individuals and families become homeowners through the partnership with the county uh, commissioners and other community nonprofit organizations, as well as you know creating uh, safe and secure senior housing or special needs housing. The Redevelopment Authority here in Greene County operates with a five-member board of directors and an executive director, which is myself, that helps make management and policy decisions. Our board meetings are held every second Monday of the month at 1 o'clock, and the public is welcome to attend. Current projects in the works are one complete remodel of a home in Waynesburg that uh, will lead to home ownership for a family. We are also finishing up a six-unit subdivision of new construction in Rogersville in Center Township. Future projects this year will be through a program we call Blight Bright. We will be building new homes where old blighted homes were removed. And this will be through out County and will likely be seventy-nine to properties total. About half the properties will be affordable housing and the rest will be market rate housing. And that is a brief summary of uh, the redevelopment authority and I'd like to introduce uh, Commissioner Betsy McClure.
4: Thank you, Adam. I'm Commissioner Betsy McClure. And I would like to thank the County Economic Development Team and welcome township supervisors and community members to reach out to the department as opportunities arise. The commissioners want to also thank you listeners for taking the time to listen to our development team today. We hope today's podcast was helpful and given you more insight into the Green County Development Team and what they do here for our county. As always, don't forget to like, share and subscribe And we'll see you next time for County Conversations.